Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch, like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Daniel and Rory here. Rory Van Kirk, Daniel Scoville coming <laughs> at you. Uh, big update. This is it. This is an update that is it's a it, there wasn't a reason to ever have this update. Mm-hmm. But now that we switched over to Team Coco, mm-hmm. this is a big time update because as a lot of you know, uh, and it's because of you, uh, you guys send us stuff. Yeah. You guys send us snail mail. When we started this podcast, we said, sure. You can DM us. Yep. You can email us. Yep. But if you want to do snail mail, here is the address. Yep. When we were at, at Starburns, we are now at Team Coco. And we now have, thanks to our uh, our producer, Sean, who will not be speaking. Never. Um, as that is our number one rule mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, he, he went out and got us a P.O. box. Yeah. So if you are a person who wants to send us a snail mail some people send us uh cool shit they've made yeah some people send us little gifts sometimes some trinkets Mm -hmm. trinkets Mm -hmm. just so you know you guys send us so much cool shit we see Mm -hmm. all of it Mm -hmm. we love all of it even the smallest thing where you think i'm just gonna send a small thing we can't believe anyone sends us anything. Somebody sent us a little tea so light candles. That's why the size never matters. Or we got what the a thing cutting is, board. No, it doesn't matter. But also, it's just a letter. That's what we want. I mean, that's yeah. the goal here. Send us a letter. We were sent a cutting board in the shape of Illinois with a letter on the back of it, mm-hmm. um, which I would hold up right now. But you can't see it because this is a <laughs> podcast, not a vodka. But we have it, and we love it. Um, yes. But uh, here's the P.O. box. You're do it. You're gonna do it. Um, How long do you think it'll take gonna, you to memorize this? Because I don't think you ever memorized I, the old one. There is a good chance that this will never be memorized. Um, 
But here we go. If you want to send us something, mm-hmm. care of the Pen Pals podcast. Yep. 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121. Bingo. Los Angeles, California. Nine zero zero two seven. Ooh, can I try? That's going to take me so long to ever remember ever. Fifty four nineteen Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number one twenty one, Los Angeles, California nine zero zero two seven. Tell them what else they're going to win, Rory. <laughs> And you will get a thumbs up from the two of us if you send us anything. I'm so excited. We love stuff. I'm so excited to get snail mail again. I'm excited to get snail mail again as well. But for all the new listeners, old listeners alike, now you know where to send stuff if you decide you want to. You don't have to. No, not at all. We don't care. The penpalspot at gmail.com. Always appreciated. It's great. We love you so much and thank you for doing it. Yep. But one thing we do want you to keep doing, no matter what, is uh, is send us letters, snail mail or not. Send mm-hmm. us uh, an email. Uh, that will be thepinpalspod at gmail.com or snail mail. And uh, send us anything, anything you're thinking about. Go check out some shows uh, that we've already done in the past, some episodes, some epis, and you'll see kind of how this show is. If you're brand new, if you are just here today, you're like, you know what? I listened to Ryan Sickler and I love him mm-hmm. and... So I wanted to listen to another episode. Sometimes we have a guest. Sometimes we don't. But we always have two letters, and we chat about them with the utmost respect and humor that we can muster. Yeah. And I would say save the live episode at Clusterfest for deep into your catalog. Don't jump right into there. That's a, yeah, that, Wait till that you're on special. our team. Yeah. Get on our team first. I met somebody on the road that was at that show. They're like, yeah, I was at that show. And I was like, oh, what'd you think? They're like, that was wild. And I'm like, that, yep. <laughs> vibe bad space bad space bad space but good people good people bad space Mm -hmm. that one guy who i actually maybe do like it was him he's like trying to get back in your good graces yeah he comes up i kicked the chair (laughs) uh you want to go ladies and gentlemen let's go to the letters all right war here we are how fast did you run in the letter safe because as soon as I said, let's go, you I think you might have jumped the gun, to be honest. The letter's safe. Let's just crack it open yeah. so if we remember the code. And if I remember the code correctly, it's C121. Roar. Are <laughs> you, are you <laughs> I'm proud of you. Are you picturing the same thing we are? Or I am? We are. I am? I am picturing Scrooge McDuck's are. safe, but instead of coins, it's letters. <laughs> letters, yeah. And we're going to swim our in picture. them. And Remember we're going to picture we got. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, swimming in the letters. Yes. Uh, I can't remember your name. Wonderful, brilliant. That's framed. I have that. that. God, I've got that picture. That like, was right Rochester, here. Rochester, New York. That was handed to me live after. That was handed to me in tour. Cleveland at Hilarious in the Stanley Kubrick bar, which is, at, I'll always call it that, that red white bar downstairs. So fun. Love that ambiance. Great club. They mm-hmm. take care of you. Great food. And they give you a bat with your name engraved on best. it at the end of the weekend. The and let me just I'll go be there. you. Nobody does that. Okay. Here we go. Go for Dear it. Dear Pen Pals Pod. Okay. It's fair. Yeah. You know, honestly, that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. It's like email us at the Pen Pals Pod. One word on Pen Pals, though. Dear Pen Pals Pod. One, one word. One word, Pen Pals. Capital P's, too. Yeah. what a, they had Some choices were made so far in this letter. And I support them. Okay. 
My name is Drew. I make hemp milk, and I am in need of a pen pal. I love to write letters, but my dictations are seemingly forever stifled by this demanding hemp milk business. Is it the most environmentally friendly dairy alternative available in Whole Foods Market? Yes. Does it fulfill my desire for pal penery? Absolutely not. As the old saying goes, a pen pal in need is potentially annoying. So I guess we are here to find out. That said... As my newest semi-anonymous friend, I feel obliged to share with you one of my innermost secrets. Are you sitting down? We both are. Mm -hmm. Most days I wake up and feel as if I'm making a difference by going to work to build a business that prioritizes health, wellness, and the environment. I also volunteer as a board member and raise funds for a dance program specifically for people with Down syndrome. This lifts my spirits. Other days, though, I wake up and feel like there is no way in hell that a non-dairy milk is going to stop the imminent destruction of humanity caused by climate change. Politicians, mega corporations, the global elite, Jeffrey Bezos. Few of them care that coastal communities are collapsing into the ocean, the poor and underprivileged suffer the most, or that we are currently experiencing a sixth extinction thanks to capitalistic industrialization. I also worry that the arts and humanities have been historically left behind to die in America leaving our nation with a semi-vacant cultural wasteland. Devoid of a true cultural identity or community, the rest of us are left to suffer while the privileged continue to isolate themselves from the truth. I do feel a little better knowing that maybe this will be their penance. They will all likely live to see the fruits of their inaction and greed, providing them with front row seats to watch the world burn alone. Pretty dark sentence there. That is... Anyway, as you can probably tell, things take a real dark turn toward an existential crisis when these thoughts arise. Thanks for letting me share it with you. I feel a little better already. So tell me about you. (laughs) What do you like to do for fun? Have any suggestions for staving off feelings of nihilism and existential dread? I would love to get to know you and hear more about your life at Pen Pals Pod. Maybe together we can make the most of what's left of this physical, end quote, world because of my mm-hmm. my show mm-hmm. daniel yeah i like it where a plant-based beverage owner and a podcast can befriend each other during a global pandemic to shine a little light on the ever-present darkness care to become pen pals this was really fun to write and hopefully received in jest love the show guys keep up the great work Rory, can i say something you have to you i don't have to i don't think this person knows our names do you think that's true? Yes. I think they literally wrote pen pals. And I'm not this I'm not being harsh. I'm being I'm evaluating. They I would love to find They out wrote pen pals as an entity. Yeah. Hi pen pals. Like as though like hi Roar Dan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not none of this is critiquing. So I'm, there's a I'm, a, I'm just I'm just peeling the layers. This. Right. They don't even know what this is. They don't know what they've written. I know. <laughs> But then Ooh. at the end, then I feel like maybe they do because they go really fun to write. Love the show, guys. Oh. But that sort of uh, uh, like affinity was not in the rest of the letter. Then Let it me makes ask you this. Let me ask you this because I'm like in my head. And this is like the show alone. Remember the show? You know the show alone. Are you? He said. He said to someone he knew the answer. Yeah, I'm obsessed and with that- the show alone. Did you well, watch the most recent season? Now. You're um, just a friend. You're not even Daniel. You're just friend. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the most recent season? No. Okay. But my point is this, and I'm glad you brought up the most recent season. 
Alone starts as a show, and they've done like what seven, eight seasons. I would say, or something yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a great show. It's yes. amazing. It's very interesting. It's that that's the type of reality show I think is the most interesting. Yes, but it's actually reality and something deeper and interesting right. and blah yes. blah blah. Yes, but anyways, the most recent episode and a few later ones, those people have now seen the show, mm-hmm. so their take on participating in the show is slightly skewed by the fact that they have seen how other people have participated in the show mm-hmm. and what the show looks like mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that tends to you know, influence decisions and, and all this stuff. You still have to go out there and survive and do your thing and right. know your stuff, right. but you have a different perspective of it. So I'm wondering, we have a lot of people who write us letters who are in the same boat. They've been, you know, uh, maybe they're pennies, but they're almost pallers. We got sure. pallers. Who know like ah the letters kind of sound like this so I kind of write a thing that maybe yeah, fits sort of in that yeah. format so I'm wondering do you think this is a newer listener yes. who does like the show yes wrote a letter as like ah you know I just which I gotta say I kind of find very interesting I love it too you get a letter that's sort of out yes. of the usual tone or rhythm mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. that that tone and rhythm is bad I love it we've helped concoct it <laughs> you know it's we're a part of the creation of it but it's kind of interesting when someone's newer going ah just all right, I'll pencil this in. See how that where this goes. Yeah, no, I I think you're totally right. I think you absolutely nailed it. I think they were like, oh, I bet when you write the letter, it kind of needs to feel like this because that's your pen pals you're writing. And then at the end, because I, I, you can even see it's framed out at the end. It's like, oh, hey, dudes, love the show. You know what I mean? I think you're yeah. right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Made me feel so much better because I was yeah. like, how how I'm what am I picking up on here? You're right. It's like yeah, when, it's like when I, you get a new job I, somewhere and I you're like, there's some newness to it. When you get a new job somewhere and you're like, well, why don't we just do this at night so it's ready in the morning? People are like, we've just never done it that way. It's like somebody's That's new to the right. show. It's like, oh, what? you could just write a letter like this. We're like, oh, yeah, I guess you could. You could write pen pals. Yeah. Right. Okay. You want to dig in um, a little? So let's dig in. First and foremost, and I'm not going to work backwards here. I'm actually going to start at the top. Wow. Um, I think you're you're what you're doing as a business and you're the co-founder of this business. I think it's highly important and I think you do something that is for the greater good. I think that doing the hemp milk business is a big deal and I think the fact that you also work on a board and you raise money uh raise funds for a dance program specifically for people with down syndrome is absolutely incredible mm-hmm. and uh should be inspiring to a lot of people to see what they can do. Uh, to to do better, to help. Yeah. So first and foremost, thank you for that. Now, the reason I am very interested in this letter is because I myself go into this ex- excuse me existential dread all of the time. I would say I probably think about this stuff daily. Where are we headed? What is going on? What is the outcome of these actions and these choices that we have made? Where are we going to end up? And how are we supposed to live? What does life look like? Uh, as we keep going down this road, if things don't change drastically and that window for things to change is getting very, very small, very quickly. Um, So I think about that stuff all the time. And it's hard to break out of that. And and to give a a larger discussion, a a quicker answer from my own perspective, I think the best that you can do is help. I think the best thing you can do is try to make the right choices uh, that for the environment. That comes from a wide range of things: mm-hmm. how you travel, mm-hmm. uh, where you, what your, what clothing, where you get your stuff, sourcing, where do you get your stuff from, food, your nutrition, um, 
my family is trying to do a better job of getting off uh, meat as best as we can. Um, arguments can fly left and right over if that's a good environmental choice. I think there's some people that do um, raise meat and source it properly in a way that is not environmentally damaging. But I think on a whole, the business of that in this country is horrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's actually very bad. And I do think it has huge effects on our um, environment. And so all I can do is do what I think is the right thing to try to prevent or slow any sort of environmental damage yeah. that we're doing that's going to have lasting effects for quite some time. How do you do, but how do you deal with the like getting away from those, those feelings? So it's tough. It's tough. Like, what, um, what do you like to do for fun? Have any suggestions for staving off feelings of nihilism and existential dread? Yeah, I think, I think some of the best work that you can do, and it's something I try to do, is go internal. To really internalize and, and break down why I'm feeling what I'm feeling and, and what it actually means to be alive, what mm -hmm. it actually means to be a part of uh, this experience of being alive and, you know, try to become, uh, I, and I'm not saying this is like something that changes things for the better, except on a personal level, level, I try to just better myself. I try to wonder if I were to better myself, is that better for the world? And I believe that it is. Yeah. I believe that if I do the work to, um, be a better person all around that is good for the environment that is good for people that is good for everything um you know what you know what i think is like in that moment you're like man this is all mm -hmm. going to hell in a handbag feelings or yeah. like what's going to yeah. happen to all of us or whatever <sighs> it's going to sound goofy but i just think of that speech from Days and confused where he was like i just want to be able to say i had as much fun as i could when i was stuck in this place i did as blank as i could when i was stuck in this place and it's like you kind of have to live in the moment like you have to be in that present tense where you are saying like yes there are cities falling into the sea and yes the ice caps are melting but also it is a beautiful day today or i get to i'm spending dinner with friends that I love and, and cherish when I get to see, like you kind of have to like put yourself in the now for the things that are good. So you don't get overwhelmed by the future, which seems fearful yeah. and sad, you know? Yeah. Like just take inventory right now and be like, man, Absolutely. well, this is good. This is good. This makes me happy. And then try to focus on those things, mm -hmm. right? Like write about them. So your mind is so for me, like if I'm writing, it's very, I, I can't do much other than that in that moment, right. even thinking wise. So, and I, I think it, it has to do with, you know, perception and how we got here. And I think it's, we as people participate in this system that has made things this way. And mm -hmm. I think the hard work is figuring out, well, how do you stop participating in this system that is causing these things to where you can affect real change? I think we're all sitting around thinking, Jeff Bezos is going to suddenly give Wouldn't it be amazing? $350 billion to help all these things. But what does that even mean? And why do we think that if it hasn't happened already, if he's unaware 
And I, I don't know. I don't know. But if he's unaware of what's happening, what does he know and why does he not want to throw that money at it? And also, are we just naive to think that that's all it takes? Is that, That's what I was going to order. Do you, think, just, do you think even if he did, do you think we'd just squander it? I, I feel like we always do. Right. I feel like a lot of money that is meant to go towards something positive to help doesn't make it there because of corruption and who right. people are. And I think, I think the best you can do is, like I said, trying to better yourself and be a compassionate, empathetic, sympathetic person towards others and hope that that, that translates and hope that other people want to be that way too. I will say when I'm around some, I, I, I'm not... I, I, like I'm a selfish person, you know, mm-hmm. on varying degrees. There's obviously people who are selfish out of ten. There's people who are selfish out of one. You know, either way, you're on the scale and you're sure. and you're you're selfish. When I am around someone who is not verbally selfless, but truly, you can just tell, cares about people, makes decisions based on the wealth and well-being of other people. Mm-hmm. I'm always inspired by that. I become upset with myself for not naturally being that way. And then I step back, I take a deep breath, and I go, that is a choice I could make, is to figure out how to become like that person. And I think the best you can do is try to lead by example. You started a business that is environmentally friendly, a way for people to have hemp milk that is more environmentally friendly. It's healthier for sure. It's off dairy. (laughs) You're getting away from dairy, which is a very healthy choice, and you're providing that. For someone like myself who needs that. So you're already taking big steps to try to help make the world a better place. I think when it feels like, well, I'm doing all this and I don't know what else I can do, it's a matter of a lot of people having to realize that and a lot of people participating in that compassion and stepping back and stop asking, well, what is good for me? And start saying, well, what is good for other people. And I know that this seems like contradictory, but to me, what's best for other people is for me to calm down and figure out how I can be a better person because that's going to be better for other people. Do I want to have a steak and a burger all the fucking time? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Do I want to have whole milk when I eat a slice of pie? (sighs) Yes. Yes. Do but, I and, and and this list can go on and on. Right. And it's a list I know that we all relate to. Right. At some point you have to step back and ask yourself, and you're gonna have people tell you those things don't make a difference, those things whatever. You have to step back and ask yourself, do I believe that if I were to stop doing these things, it's a positive it, it's a positive step. It's a step in the positive right direction. It's your choice. I think all of it is an individual choice. And the fact that you already work for this hemp company or hemp milk and you're a co-founder of it, and the fact that you raise money uh, to help uh, this dance program for people with syndrome, oh and I'm gosh, reading yeah. it on this show, and that is going to inspire not only myself and Daniel to see what we can do, but right now, at least one person is listening going, all right, I'm going to step up. I'm going to step it up. Yeah. And that's what you hope. Yeah. Goodness breeds goodness. Yeah, I don't know that you can get too far beyond it. I mean, I think about it all the time because I get wrapped up in my career and I just want to do my career and I just want to get on stage and do these things. And then I step back and I always like, you know, maybe it's more since my dad passed away, but I step back and I go, what is the means to an end? Like, what am I really, what does the top of this look like? 
what actually does make me feel fulfilled and you know to get on i think that's why i like our job to get on stage and make people feel good and know that you're making people laugh yeah you know that that is a thing or when you talk to a penny and pallor after a show whether it's a stand-up show or a powerful yeah yeah just wildly powerful yeah and that's the type of stuff too if i'm having like a like a dreadful day where i'm like yeah but look at look at this good stuff and then like focus on that Uh, i love this letter I often wonder, are a lot of people feeling this way? Are a lot of people seeing what's happening in the world and getting concerned and wondering what, where is this going? To me, it's if I can break it down and try to give any sense of hope, it's figuring out how you can participate in a system that actually works and is actually sustaining. And it's very difficult to do, and I have no idea how to do it. But my belief is that it's broken down on a local level stop becoming so global and like in a place in la it's almost like well how can i make just my neighborhood a place that's doing it right you know mow your lawn mow your lawn (laughs) gotta mow your lawn gas powered lawn mower Mm -hmm. bigger the better yeah um all right thanks for this i don't know one last point yes just know there's always going to be a counterpoint to the thing that you're doing where you feel like I'm helping. And then someone goes, yeah, but you know, to make the battery for your electric car, you're going to run into that with everything. Sure. It's all over politics. There is no good. It's just just the lesser of two evils. Which do you think is the better of the two things that maybe aren't great? Right. And and what do you know? Look at it. Look at it. Vaccinations. People going, I'm going to get one or I'm not going to get one. You have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the better of the two choices? And it's no one else's choice. You have to make it and you got to hope you made the right one. I can't say, I can tell you what I think is the right one. I can tell you what the choice that I made, but it's, you got to go, all right, I'm going to do this. Cause I think this is the thing. And that is everything. That is every choice you make in your life. Yeah. You just got to hope making the right one and if you feel like you're helping people and you're putting other people before yourself there's a good chance you've made the right decision oh that's a good way to go all right roar i know there's no more calendars but god damn it if that's not i mean that would have made it yeah if that's not december 2022 i don't know what (laughs) (laughs) this is how i try to get another calendar out there um look you uh you didn't sign off, so I don't know if I can say. I know. Maybe you didn't say not to. What do you think? I don't know. It looks like it's a auto signature. You know what? Thing. You didn't say our names, so we're not going to say. There we're, you go. We'll assume that's a sign. So, uh, dear writer, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk. And Rory Scoville. We're back, everybody. We're here. Hello. We can't. We left. We left and came back. We're back. And you guys are still here. Good for you. Thanks so much for being a penny and a paller. You might have heard us mention it before. If you're a if you're a new listener to the show, we're glad that you have joined us. We do have a Patreon. Uh, we won't spend all of our time talking about it, but you can do it for five bucks a month. And we read letters back from people. So you hear us do a letter here on an episode like this, and then when somebody goes, "Hey, here's what happened. Here's what happened with that. Here's the advice I took, or this is the shoes that I ended up buying." Um, That's right. They all live there. That type of stuff lives there. It's fun. 
Two bonus Epis. A month. A month. Okay. Is what you get for that five bucks. Dear Daniel and Rory, I was talking with a friend who had gone on a first date. Her date said his favorite show was Deadliest Catch. She told me that was a complete turnoff and she wasn't interested in a second date. I was surprised by her reaction and had to consider if there was any favorite TV show that would completely turn me off. The only one I could come up with was Fox and Friends. If I if a date had that as their favorite TV show, I can guarantee there wouldn't be another date. Are there any TV shows, movies, music that if someone said was their favorite, you would completely see them in a negative light? Do favorites say a lot about a person? Can we accurately determine if we would like someone simply by looking at their favorites? Thanks for reading. I wish you well. I kind of like to go the other route is what if there's something that's my favorite and a person was like, no, that's horrible. Then I think I'd be like, oh, like if someone told me, yeah, waiting for Guffman or Arrested Development is not funny at all. I'm not saying I couldn't be that person's friend, but there is a core thing about especially with waiting for government where i would be like i don't we evaluate the world differently yeah well there's a core thing but also when someone if someone were to say waiting for government and arrest development are not funny you would then have to go well what do you what do you what think do you, is yes funny? and based on that answer you might forgive the okay. previous opinion but what if somebody told you back to the future is not a good movie i would i would say well here's the the, the thing about it is it's all so subjective that I think a great point is made in this letter that, and the reason I think Fox and friends is interesting is because that's because that's not a, a fictional narrative of a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like someone like this guy liking deadliest, right? Catch, that's somebody saying, I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, okay. You like that. I, I know I, that's I so no, odd I to me. I feel nothing about that. I'm like, fine. It's a, it's a, it's an insane show about people doing an insane job and living an insane life. Yeah. I, I to be honest with you, when I first read it, I don't know what's wrong with me. I read it as to catch a predator. Yeah. And I was like <laughs> the deadliest catch a predator. And, do, it's that guy. It's that dude on a boat. boat. <laughs> the worst storm trying to get They get pedophile. they get pedophiles oh to go out on fishing boats with the promise that there's gonna be someone there. Um that, now that's a sketch. Someone steal that from us and, and <laughs> make it. Just name, name um, the the predator our name. But so why would we you feel even worse? Why would it that? turn you off if someone liked Deadliest Catch? That's such a. And are you making an assumption? Someone has stepped up and they go, "My favorite, my favorite show is Deadliest Catch." Do you then go, and and this is coming from me? Yeah. I I then go. I bet you order the same thing at the restaurant. Let's let's say Cheesecake Factory. Oh, don't do all the time. For for instance, yes. When you go to the Cheesecake Factory, yeah. Do you always get the same thing, or do I you have do like not. three or four things? I got about four things. Yeah. But if you if if someone said I always get this one thing, there's a party that would go. You you would kind of understand it, but you'd be like, I oh, don't. You want to explore? Uh, right. To me, like if someone goes, I always watch Daily Catch. They're kind of on a loop. You're sort of watching the same thing all the time. Yeah. So there's a comfort in that. There's yeah. some nostalgia. There's something about it. Right. Well, and it's I know also I'm kind of beautiful, like catch. the sea. It's very, it's very yeah. gorgeous. I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm 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 trying to play devil's advocate a little bit. I know someone friend. who worked on that show. 
I sort of disagree with the friend that that's a deal breaker. <laughs> but I'm I trying to see from their perspective you. that if someone goes, I watch Deadliest Catch all the time, that's my favorite show. I would go, all right, well, if I sort of see Deadliest Catch trends <laughs> in other things like restaurants, food, that you go, yeah, we're, maybe we're not the same adventurous. People. But isn't that weird for it to be a complete turnoff? I think it's very weird. I would totally be like, if if it's my not a red flag. Show, the, the stuff that my wife Jordan, the stuff that she watches, I don't watch at all. Right, but and there is I, some overlap that you enjoy together. You don't need to love it all. We're Who into, cares? Yeah, you don't. If like, somebody watches catch. If my wife's like, favorite my, show is not at all my favorite show. Yeah, if somebody's like my favorite show is old episodes of Cat House on HBO, I'd be like, uh, I don't know if I'd lead with that, but. I don't know if I'd lead with that. That's more of a third date. <laughs> but Deadliest Catch. You know what I'm actually mad about? I'm mad that we're not getting to know what the friend's favorite show is. Probably Friends. Because what if she said something we're like, okay, you you what you don't know is you two are perfect for each other. Right. <laughs> like, because what? Oh, because your favorite show is Ice Road Truckers, so you just can't be... <laughs> There's men, they don't see the overlap with <laughs> no, that. They're like, oh my, I'm on the r- ice. I'm, I'm on the road. <laughs> I'm turf. He surf. It won't work. Won't work. Those things never go together. Those things don't pair up. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But like, but if somebody told you is Fox and Friends, it's so much easier for you to go. Well, that's because oh, okay. that's that's more, that's more of that's a how they discern information. That's how they view yes. the actual world, right? Yes. So that's a different kind of. If thing. somebody told this me, person. it's not just that. If somebody was like every single day, every day without fail, I watch Rachel Maddow. I'd be like, slow down, just settle I can't down. Handle it. Right. I Same thing. No. So it's just about. No. It speaks to that. But Rory, if someone said to you, no. Not, not only do I not like Back to the Future, there is not a redeemable thing about that movie. The performances are horrible. The lighting is bad. Every choice, it, it is bad art. There's not a good... And you'd be like, yeah, but you got to admit, like Michael J. Fox is pretty charming. No. You, yeah. I don't even like the dog. I would, like be, I said, I would have to go, what is your favorite movie? Right. And I would just have to know, like, oh, you don't see... Like, like Stand By Me is not my favorite movie. But it's wonderful. But yes. I'm and say, I get it. If right. someone goes... Is is Stand By Me your favorite movie? No. No, I understand. Do you understand why it's a good movie? Yes. Easily. It's very easily. I love it. Very I love easy. Back to the Future. Not my favorite movie. I love Back exactly. to the Future. Exactly. So I would have to, if someone had such a, a, a passionate opinion about something, I would just have, my follow would be like, what's your favorite thing? And then if they were like, Freddie Got Fingered, I'd go, well, there you go. Well, what if somebody told you, what's your favorite <laughs> movie? And they were like, Faces of Death 3. And I would go, there you go. Well, that's why. Would you date them? <laughs> no. No. Right. They're going to murder you. <laughs> well, they're at least going to watch somebody else do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Shut the fuck. laughs> Shut the fuck up. Ladies and gentlemen, we got an STFU coming at you. For Daniel <laughs> Good God. That, that got me. Oh, thanks, uh, buddy. They're at least going to watch someone else do it. <laughs> That's what they're into. Yeah. Carl. Okay. What's Carl's job? <laughs> well, he's going to put on that mask. And, um, oh, I, 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 there's a lot of, if somebody told me their movie was the cell, I'd be like, I would need to know more about them as a person, but I don't know if I could totally write them off. To me, it's wildly uninteresting to want to, and we're talking specifically about relationships, not friendship. I don't think it's very interesting to have the same exact interest. What's fun is finding out the overlap yes. of yes. that Venn diagram yes. and going, oh, that's awesome. Because the thi- like 
the thing that you love, Daniel, mm-hmm. you might also love that it's for you. And you're not trying to invite someone in to do that with you. Right. But you might go, I also like this other thing, which is fun to do with someone. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? So yes. if you're dating someone and they're like, oh, I hate that thing. You go, that's totally fine. Because I'm not, it's not for you. <laughs> right. For me. Like, but I agree with you. I don't think I could write someone off outside of like the choices of like, you know, Fox and Friends, I feel like it's such an easy one. And, right. And anything that's like political shows where you're like, really, right. Tucker Carlson is your, you think that's. <laughs> yeah. Or like, if, yeah, if they like, into something? yeah, if they're a big fan of a like, like renowned racists, like then you'd be like, oh, okay. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think. Yeah, it's it'd be hard when it comes to art. It'd be so hard. I bet there's people who wouldn't date someone because they like country music. Maybe. And to them, I would go chill out, chill out. Do f- and the question being, do favorites say a lot about a person? Yes, I do think they say it a lot. Does. Of course, it, they do. I, it, it says it. It's a profile. Everything is a is a profile. But I don't think you can accurately determine if you would like someone based on their favorites, I believe that that is my belief is that you can't it's, I think that's impossible. I think some, I've been asked so many times, Oh, wh- which character do, do you identify with the most in stand by me? And I honestly think if I identified with one, it wouldn't be my favorite movie. I identify with nearly every character in that movie. Vern, yeah. Teddy, Chris, little, little bits and pieces. Gordy. Uh, I even identify with Lardass. I identify with uh, John Cusack's character. Like, th- there, there's so many characters in that. So that's why I love it, because it's no, almost who, who's ever in focus, wherever the story is, is something yeah. that resonates with me. Right. So favorites say a lot about a person. I think that movie says a lot about me and why it's my favorite. And I think Back to the Future says a lot about you and why it's your favorite. But, and also, but, but, you know, Daniel and I's favorite movies are easily in this middle ground of a lot of people's favorite. Sure. <laughs> and also people who don't. Aren't, aren't I identify with Richard Dreyfuss in that movie. And people go, oh, yeah, like, of course. Yeah. Stand By Me is great. Yeah. Back to the Future is great. Even if you, you don't even like those movies, you're like, ah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but I, I would say that if someone said, just because I like Back to the Future, if someone goes, well, then I hate you. I know. I would go, well, then. Because that's a choice that you make, I don't know that I have much in common with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your commentary on my thing that I love is saying a lot about you, it's even though you lot. think I'm saying a lot about me. You're the yeah. one saying a lot. Because, and, and something to keep in mind, specifically with Deadliest Catch, a predator. is that for me, Back to the Future has so, so much nostalgia to it. Sure. That... Uh, it just happens to me to be a very well-made movie. But even if I went back and said it didn't hold up, there's a nostalgic piece to it that I probably would still hold on to. And you have to sort of keep that in mind for other people because there's a lot of movies that do not hold up. Right. But that person might be like, yeah, but I saw it when I was seven in a treehouse with my friends. I love it forever. And it it was an amazing experience. For Mm -hmm. instance, I was in a treehouse, uh, uh, went to a friend's house. His dad and his brother had built this tree house and there were bunk beds in it. There were beds in it wow. and a TV. And so they had, he had a sleepover one night and we all got our sleeping bags and you, everyone got a different bed. 
and we watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and we were probably like <laughs> ten or eleven or something. Well, I don't think I can date it you. It was terrifying. His brother snuck out and cut the power at a pivotal point in the movie to freak us out even more, which obviously yeah. we were terrified. Yeah. And while I think that movie is so stupid and I have no interest in watching it, right? there's a space in how I feel about it because of the it lives. event. And yeah. so you have to keep that in mind for people that like things. Right. You know? Because yeah. someone was in a treehouse and they saw, you know, whatever fucking movie that maybe would annoy you yeah because what if you go oh, i get it what if somebody goes my favorite show is deadliest catch and you go up oh, out see you take care i gotta go and but if what if you had said oh really how come and they're like well i never really got into the show but my dad who i never had a good relationship he was in the hospital for a long time and he loved that show and so we would watch it together and really for the first time in my life that was the closest i ever got that was the best relationship my father and i had ever had and yeah. so he passed and now I just keep watching the show because it reminds me of the best and saddest time, but also best time I had with my father. So it's yeah. my favorite show. And, and that person, that's that's also the year I found out I'm amazing in bed. Like I'm very giving. <laughs> yeah. and, and I've everyone I've ever slept with is like you're the absolute <laughs> right. best person right. I've ever had sex with. And you know, unfortunately, but, a lot of those were just physical relationships, right. but. Just looking for an intimacy where I can just kind of, you know, be with someone mm -hmm. and have amazing sex. <laughs> but you don't hear all that because you're handing a valet person your ticket already because you left. So you don't get to hear all that, that they would have funded your art career. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> all right. I like this You have this to keep letter. in mind. And, and here's why I say this. I'm going to say this because uh, they're, they're, this is an extreme example. And I'm not, I don't, and it's not like I love this example. But there is a man out there who thinks that Arrested Development is the most genius show ever made mm -hmm. and also hits women. Yeah. So, so take that, right. <laughs> do with that what you want. Right. I know a lot of people are sitting there going, I don't know. Do you think those things are that up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but that's out there. Hey, if there's the a David Doey, something else, Rory. If there's a David Doey, there's an and there were a lot. We found out very quickly there were a lot of David Doey. There's an abuser, Arrested Development fan, exactly, and loves the band Arrested Development, which I think is fun. Oh, Tennessee, Tennessee, such a good, such a good letter here. I agree. And, All right, and a great philosophical question. But my in in, in closing, mm -hmm. I do not believe that you can accurately determine if you would like someone simply based on their favorites and i and i mean those favorites to be creative not someone going creative i actually outlet. like murder and like right. all right you can if someone goes my favorite thing is murdering people you go i can, I, right, I can well i mean there are a lot of people who have a favorite murder like they're like this is my favorite murder and you're like exactly. oh <laughs> <laughs> um all right thank you kim g uh thanks for wishing us well we wish you well Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Van Scovel.
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.